I'm Delaney Gustafson. And I'm Stephen Taylor. And welcome to the Ruby's Corner podcast. We are talking about love today. One of my favorite things to talk about, especially with you. And apparently to sing about. Yes, because we have record four songs in this episode that we're talking about today. This is the first time we've gotten to talk about an episode with four songs, this isn't is it? true. Yes. And they all just happen to be about love. Because this episode came out before Valentine's Day. So did you have a Valentine that year? <laughs> yes. It's a legitimate question. I know. I'm just making sure that it's a joke that you would ask that. <laughs> This, this is my favorite you... question to ask happily married people or people in other long-term relationships. The short answer is yes. He asked me, this guy next to, be, to me. To be my Valentine. The one who's sitting and talking with me. Yes. And I have legitimately asked this to happily married couples before. I Yes. I believe I've been there a few times. And most are uncomfortable and also like lovey-dovey and stuff. We like making people uncomfortable. That's why we have this podcast, right? Where we say weird things and take hot takes and stuff, right? Speaking of uncomfortable, the first song <laughs> is Wake. Ooh, yes. So the question is, <laughs> while you wrote this song, were you watching me sleep? <laughs> for any context that anybody needs for this song, uh, it's kind of about like that moment when you're looking at like a love of yours and it's like that beautiful peaceful moment at dawn when the light just strikes them perfectly and they look so angelic yeah and... but i'm never in bed at dawn yeah, uh, well you were at least before when i was writing this song so it happened it, it was occasional yes it, okay. it was real it was there but yeah we didn't have blackout curtains also that's weird to mention but like we have blackout curtains they're actually a really great investment for anybody who needs to sleep. But if there aren't blackout curtains, and if I there's didn't get more light the streaming through the window in this idyllic, ethereal vision, which at least inspires this if it wasn't actually literal, because maybe you were up already. Because, fun fact, Stephen is a morning person. Yeah, if you're not a morning person, you can pseudo-hate that with me. <laughs> I love you. Don't love being a morning person. So. Well... It's all good. That's how I knew this song was made up. There you go. So, no, it's not. This song I wrote about that moment where you're seeing your love and you just are so besotted with them and realize how close you are and how amazing they are, beautiful they are. I mean, it, I just think it's a beautiful moment where everybody's peaceful when they're sleeping and having a good dream, you can assume. I mean, I didn't know. Well, can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> the truth was, I actually did get a lot more sleep back when you wrote this in 2018. This was sure. my last semester of uh, grad school. It was way easier to sleep then because See? that was a super chill semester. So maybe you did actually watch me sleep. He was so happy. He was reading about like Derrida and stuff. <laughs> that was the, not about. that semester. <laughs> maybe not, but you were probably still dreaming about it. So let's be real. Dreaming of Derrida. That could be your next love song. <laughs> or your memoir, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this song is that, and no, is the short answer. I did not watch Steven sleep while I wrote this. Okay. <laughs> In fact, I think most of this song I actually wrote during my lunch break while I was working at an accounting firm. And it was while like thinking about season. how I wished that I was with Steven instead. Wow. <laughs> so, well, who wants to be doing taxes instead of being with their one true love? Like, really? 
really. I know plenty of CPAs who Maybe. would rather have been at home. Though I probably actually know a few who were happy to not be. <laughs> but that's a completely different podcast. Ask Dr. Phil to cover that before he retires. <laughs> so I guess this episode, the people we're ragging on are the married couples who aren't good at Valentine's and all CPAs. <laughs> there we go. Because... It's that time of year. That's true. <laughs> love <laughs> and taxes. <laughs> so we should talk about This Is Love, next song. There we go. The next song. Although, last fan, fun fact about Wake. I do actually think, and I don't know if many people think about this, but maybe it's just because of our child. But after singing it once or hearing it while she was around, I was like, oh my gosh, this kind of sounds just like a lullaby to a baby too. Like, it does have a kind of sultry sound for, you know, a child's lullaby, which, granted, like, I love the sultry sound. I'm not singing it in that way, <laughs> my child. But I believe that there are plenty of instances, lyrics, that you could attribute to a beautiful angelic child as well. Because what is more gorgeous than especially a newborn, which ours was basically when I, not when I wrote this, but, like, when I performed this, Sleeping, like a newborn sleeping, is a beautiful, beautiful sight. That's true. <laughs> Especially as a very sleep-deprived parent. <laughs> well, one of my dominant memories of this song when Delaney, when you were writing it, is uh, um, this was right after I got my Nintendo Switch and was mm. playing Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And mm. I would hear Delaney practicing this song in the other room. I was like, what is this? <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, I don't know. Guess I'll go try to, you know... <laughs> Find the Master Sword. That's right. He was so <laughs> engrossed in this wonderful game. Steven is a big Legend of Zelda fan. This is true. Also a Nintendo Switch fan, which we got you for that Christmas just before. Yeah, it was just yeah. before you wrote this song. And so, yeah, it was it was a perfectly planned distraction so that I could go and finish my song in the other room while he was apparently none Trying to get the Master wiser. Sword. <laughs> so, this is love. This is love. Do you believe in life after love? Yes. And I hope not to experience it. <laughs> okay. I was, I mean, I mean not I exactly a question about end. the song. But... Exactly. Well done with the quote, though. That's a, that's a good popular oldie but goodie. There's so many possibilities. Yes. <laughs> so this is love. You told me a little bit about this, uh, the incident that uh, inspired the incident. you. The incident. <laughs> The occasion <laughs> that prompted you to write this song. I mean, if you happen upon a field, an empty football field at a college with a bunch of students just sitting, chilling in the middle, most of us with our shoes off, looking like we're either studying or lounging around, you'd probably assume we were doing drugs instead. But we went to a liberal arts Christian-based place, so it wasn't happening. It was a creative group of kids. Some people were, like, planning photo shoots. Others were writing poetry. Others were writing short fiction. I happened to be writing a song while my roommate was painting. So that's what you would have found. But you're right. In the terms of an incident. Did you get arrested? No, we did not. In fact, it was such a small town that I don't think we even saw a cop. So wow. there you go. Yeah, we were all being creative, trying to be at least, and so I wrote a poem, and it was inspired by a lot of the visual imagery that I saw while at this creative day, evening, whatever, and so it ends up in This Is Love, which is essentially a summer love song about like having a summer crush, and perfect timing to come up with that, right? Well, summer. 
it's funny because I was thinking of, you know, just the difference between this is love and wake. And mm. I don't think, I mean, I don't think it's apples to oranges at all, but, um, mm -mm. but when I think of, oh, the summer song, in, the love song inspired by this idyllic creative atmosphere versus the love song inspired by accountants. <laughs> it's not inspired by accountants, though. Okay, written in proximity of. <laughs> just that. Despite. Wake turned out really well, but so Yay. did This Is Love. And, and these very different origin <laughs> stories. Yes. One is a lot freer, like literally summer, while you're not really in school, except for maybe classes that you genuinely want to take. I was in a songwriting class at this point. And, uh, you know, the other is I have a big girl job and I'm just getting an hour to eat my food and write songs because that's really what I want to do with my life. A whole so. hour for lunch break. Can you people believe that? I know. Well, you need it when you're working with people's finances. So. That's true. <laughs> But yeah, so this is love. I mean, Wake, they're separated by about six years at their inception. So yeah, there's a difference of context and maturity. I mean, you can hear it in just the sound of the songs. So Wake. Yeah, it is different. The variety of uh, takes on love here. Mm -hmm. So That was planned. You're welcome. Yeah, let's, let's talk one if we can, if we can jump there. Because one, I, I know this was written right before we got married. And so, well, during our engagement. That's true. Yeah. Uh, one one was written while we were engaged, which was in 2014. Uh, and one of the fun things about writing this song was I was essentially trying to make a challenge to myself to write a song with as few lyrics as possible. And talking about something as important as this person is about to be your person forever, hopefully, that makes it a very fun and challenging song to write, but... I have actually performed a song on a Valentine's concert yes. that had fewer words. Oh, yeah, totally. It, it was definitely wasn't, love. like, the fewest. And here's how the song goes. <laughs> love, 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 But do love, repetitions love, love, of the love, same love, word love. count? Because... I say one a lot, and you, and me. I mean, I don't just say the word love in this one. That's so. true. They I just have to put it out. There. This is absolutely real. This happened. Yes. This was a public concert. There are people there who are still alive who can vouch for it that this was a real I've people. seen the program. So. It was real. It happened. All the, it Many people love, were scarred. Love, 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 By this particular love. <laughs> anyway, one is much better than this love. And Yay. one of my dominant memories of, of one is actually recording this one. Yeah. Um, there's some of the songs I don't remember as much recording that show up on Finding Again, but I specifically remember recording this one, mm -hmm. uh, working with the other string players who were involved. You know, it has a small string ensemble in the Finding Again version. Mm -hmm. um, and then I tried to convince you to like change the very end of the bass part slightly, and you didn't go for it. And I was oh, like, really? I don't remember that. But anyway, <laughs> I'm not bitter about it, but it was a defining He's memory. He's definitely bitter about it. <laughs> well, and you were the one to open up this song. Like on that recording, mm -hmm. it's just the violin that solo comes by itself. Line. Yeah, I haven't written any other songs. I think where you come in first, like the violin comes in first. I think that's uh, yeah. But it was purposeful because I knew my man was gonna be playing it, so it's kind of perfect. And that I'm talking a lot about you because once again we are at a song that is about and or for you inspired by us and our love and so it's great to have you at the beginning playing as we talk about it as i sing afterwards and play you know so. i mean really how deep is your love 
Well, guys, did, he he didn't come with notes. Like there there is no like list yes, of. Yes, I did. I pun- have my notes. Okay, well not notes, but I mean like a list of lyrics from popular love songs. Okay, to there, just like pick and choose between. There is a list. I I wrote down. You wrote something. I wrote down titles of love songs that are a question. <laughs> Um, I guess that's just your handwriting then, so or you, my ability to read yeah, it. Yeah, Delaney just can't read it. <laughs> I only have three more, so. Okay, well, well, while we're putting you in the uh, the lyric hot seat of sorts, <laughs> so I feel like I say this a lot that the song is free to Stephen. It's in, it's inspired by Stephen. It's it's for Stephen. So we talked a little bit about this beforehand. Obviously, like I told you that I went back and counted exactly how many. Of my songs are about you. Do you remember how many? I, I believe you said, said six. Yes. So um, I, I, I could name five. Yes. For sure. Well, then prove it, man. Let's let's okay. show the listeners. Well, you know it. One. I do once again do not have a list. And I, I don't have notes on this yeah. actually, but one is one of them. That's fair. Uh, Though you get fidelity. credit for that here on the sheet, so you know. Okay, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so my fidelity. <laughs> yep. Uh, I choose you. Yep. Which is not one that is on Ruby's corner. Wake. Yes, which, which is, is also, also here. here. <laughs> uh, good man. Yes, which we will get to. So those are the five that I know for sure. I thought oh, Midnight was Mine was, but apparently not. No, it, it's. Was that for? Was that the one for Harry Styles? <laughs> no, I've never written a song for Harry Styles. Oh, who sorry, did? someone Harry. did. Oh, I'm sure plenty of people have, like Taylor Swift. Oh, sorry. Well, I just mixed <laughs> up who. Yes, I may have. I may have counted wrong. I thought that that was four, and you said it was five. It was five. Basically, he's he's got it. So. But let the record show I was not referring to notes there. I could name all of those. I could actually sing lines from them, too. It's true. There were two in front of you, which you got as kind of a My free bonus. My fidelity belongs. Oh, there you so go. So there's a line. We should talk about I'm yours. I'm yours. Which apparently Delaney hates. <laughs> I told Stephen this before, and I was like, yeah, this is actually possibly my least favorite like if you if you told me i had to rank all of my my song babies which are not babies they're just songs this would actually probably be the end do you know what i asked to that <laughs> where did our love go oh my gosh no, tell us about where that is the there. love <laughs> tell, tell, tell us a little bit though. like why 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 because it's it's like peppy Yes. And fun and flirtatious. And that's fun. But I have other songs that are fun and flirtatious. Flirtatious? Flirtatious. Not on this wow. episode. <laughs> Maybe it's because I've done a lot of them. Or they're coming up. Anyway, I'm yours. I do like it. I think it's bouncy and fun and it's exciting to sing. And uh, another fun fact, the middle part, which is kind of a rant um, of sorts, was inspired by an aleatory, actually, that we were writing in our composition class. Do you do you remember uh, being in Milberger's class and having to make a class aleatory piece? Which, for any of you who don't know, I mean... is basically kind of like you just roll, run with it. Like It's like improv, but stream of consciousness. I was going to say, I felt like every day was aleatory. <laughs> That's fair. But it was so fun. Yeah, it was basically, I was playing the chords and I couldn't come up with a, a bridge that I liked. Never did. And so I literally just started laughing at myself and ranting about, well, I'll probably put this in here, and maybe I should say this, and da-da-da-da-da. And that's basically what I wrote, you guys. That's that's what it became. So it was both comical and embarrassing. 
and kind of about, about like love that cringy adorable you know like and maybe that's part of the reason it's not always my favorite <laughs> it's it's hard to embrace the cringy adorable in us sometimes but i, I did mean, it enough to put it on this show because i love you guys it, it sounds like my opinion of the pink bible pride and prejudice so which at least half of the people who listen to this probably won't even know exists oh well so there you go sorry to push that up. on you but <laughs> Steven's going to feel guilty and responsible for your interest in what is this now? All the Google searches that are going to come up. and Of, of the many, <laughs> many retellings of Pride and Prejudice, which is a novel I love. Yes. My favorite Rightfully. is Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. It's a good one. And Pink Bible Pride and Prejudice is my least favorite of all the retellings I have encountered. It's the cringiest so, that I've known. seen so far. Never has a movie caused me more pain. <laughs> And guys, he's, he's not joking. I, I tell Steven all the time he has a dummy face where I, I can just like see on his face. It's like lying, but instead it's that he's being funny. Like he's just trying to be funny and there there's no dummy face here. He's just in pain. Yep. <laughs> not even Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon after I burned my palm oh. and had a golf ball sized blister on my hand. Not even wow. that brought as much pain. Wow. Oh, but you know what? I'm in pain because I just realized that we forgot... The last part about This Is Love that we were going to talk about. That I wrote it on the piano, but then I performed it oh. here on ukulele. Yeah. Well, I'm okay. Well, you got that in now. Let's go back to one. <laughs> no, so, so, I mean, I was on the fields and like, you know, this is 2012, right? So, I mean, Jack Johnson is still a big deal. <sighs> Colby Calais. <laughs> Steven doesn't like, sorry. There, there's your shade moment for the night. There Jack you Johnson. <laughs> He doesn't like your banana pancakes. How about that? So the ukulele was big. Like, everybody was trying to learn this instrument. That's true. It was super hip. It was a hip thing. Yeah. So when I wrote this song, and then I realized that it was going to be a song, not just a poem, I basically decided, like, oh, hey, this has kind of like a, you know, summer vibes, which Colby Calais and Jack Johnson, especially Very much there for that. Yes. Like, the surfer vibe and the Cali vibe is there. Okay. But I didn't know how to play the ukulele. I didn't have a ukulele. I may have been able to ask some people around campus, like, hey, can I borrow your ukulele? But I didn't know what kind of a relationship, deep abiding relationship people might have with their ukuleles. And some of them were tools. That's arguable. Yeah. Definitely (laughs) not all. I can name several people who had ukuleles who weren't. Just want to put that out there if you're listening. There you go. We are definitely not equating ukuleles with tool miss. Otherwise, why would I have been playing one? But anyway... I'm the person who, like, names their instruments, right? So, like, <laughs> I kind of treat them a little bit more as people than I should, probably. So why would I just be like, oh, yeah, hey, can I have your ukulele and write a song for, you know, three hours? Like, that... <laughs> no, but it is like when my little brother came up to me and said, hey, that's a really nice phone. Do you think I could borrow it for a couple days? <laughs> so I didn't learn how to play the ukulele until 2019, and... That's when This Is Love finally became what it was always meant to be. It blossomed. It was the little ugly duckling. And, well, it wasn't. It, I thought it was still okay on the piano. But it just wasn't. Not what you heard in your mind, right? Exactly. Now it is. And it's forever encapsulated in this episode of Ruby's Corner. Oh, I just have one last question related to that. Go for it. Why do fools fall in love? <laughs> there it was. He, he's. That's my last one. All my notes. Probably... Because everyone wants love, even if they're foolish. 
what deep answer if, for you at the end yeah that's there that's you go incredibly profound if you need it don't go <laughs> listen to the song that's love 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 you should probably come instead listen to this episode yeah or you could stick around and like go listen to the song that was the last kind of outro thing because even though we only talked about four songs there are technically six on this that's true. as we mentioned in the last podcast where we discussed this season so take me away place at the end of this show so let's let's take it away we're, we're taking away this episode that we are speaking to you about from you but we're not taking away all the things we said about people like jack johnson so <laughs> sorry not sorry you knew he was gonna say that and with that mic drop we love you guys please review the podcast come back and see us next time happy valentine's day yay love <laughs>